0: Hey everyone, welcome to Baka Talk. I am Boom, I'm joined with Wheeze. Hi,
1: I'm
2: Wheeze.
0: And I'm also joined by Ramen Cat.
2: Wheeze.
1: Very Wheeze. That
2: is a Pokemon. I was just Wheezing, that's all.
0: Oh, anyways, welcome to the show. Uh, Since the internet is a very uh, quick and always uh, going through new things place, we're gonna get right into our topic. So, Ramen Cat, what is our topic?
2: Our topic is basically we're talking about like anime from the 90s and early 2000s and just kind of good ones to watch and just what made them cool compared to modern day stuff. Yeah, we said
0: screw it to uh, basically anything that is past 2010. We're like, we're only going to watch old anime now.
2: Wait, whoa, whoa, wait, what?
0: Yeah, you guys know that? That's like the patent now. We can only watch anything before 2010.
2: That limits our pool by quite no, a bit. No, oh,
0: there's plenty of anime from the 90s and 80s. There's even anime from the 60s. I there it is. This. It's weird. Yeah. And colorful.
2: Yeah. Sometimes live action matchbox cars. What? Okay, qu- quick thing. I have seen my dad, when he lived in California, recorded this old anime the characters were animated but they had these little vehicles that were actually toy cars and they were fighting dinosaurs and monsters and stuff
0: like a weird power rangers
2: kind of the dinosaurs and stuff were claymated yeah which made them really creepy and uncanny to like 5-year-old me but it was dinosaurs i didn't care about the animated people there was dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs>
0: Young Robin Cat was just like, give me dinosaurs and give me death.
2: Yeah, pretty much. I watched dinosaur shows I shouldn't have watched. <laughs> I was like, hmm, Jurassic Park, go, T-Rex, go.
0: Yeah, both me and you did that. Like, I grew up with Jurassic Park. And then I realized, after my many years of re-watching as a child, it was a horror movie.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, so yeah, we're going to be talking about ninety, specifically the era of 90s to early 30s. 2000s when i made the cutoff point
2: 2010 ah right when all the good shows started up what that's kind of joking. I'm, jo- I'm joking 20
0: man.
1: like 2010 2011 Tw- has some like really good 2010, i think 2011
2: is w- where like I anime think, popularity
1: took off i feel like 2011 is considered the best year of anime ever really yeah cuz it like steins gate came out maybe we need and, to like, make
0: an episode just dedicated to 2011 maybe that's yeah that's not a bad deal well i kind of was thinking of doing another episode about just that cuz it seems like anime changed after 2010 up to like 2015 and then after that it's like considered almost modern day anime yeah yeah so like i don't know maybe we can do different episodes but anyways this particular episode is between the 90s to early 2000s so one thing we're going to go into and we've already kind of done this in a previous episode but seeing as we're on like episode 118 or something i didn't feel like looking back and seeing how long ago it was or what episode it was so i'm just kind of assuming whatever we talked about was utter uh bowl
2: Wait, wait, I spaced out that I was spiel. wondering if you
0: spaced out You're just kind of staring at me And I'm like, is he going to reply to me? Is he not? Is he like currently sleeping with his eyes open? Is he dead? Ron
2: cat dot He encountered an issue
0: <laughs> That's the problem with you sitting in front of me Is sometimes I rely on you to bounce off of me Meanwhile, And then you're I'm just like... like You just have like the early The early 2000s internet noise <laughs>
2: I my brain is like 10 miles off in a different direction.
0: Okay, I'm going to be staring at uh, Wheeze now. That's probably a better person has, to bounce off of. His supple cheeks. This <laughs> Oh, that's an inside joke.
2: Anyway. Nonsense. Everyone that knows Wheeze knows he has supple cheeks.
0: Ah. Uh, he's got. Oh, he's got know, average at... white man
2: cheeks. He has supple white man cheeks.
0: No, supple cheeks. Okay, first of all, what is a supple
2: I have no idea, but it sounds cringy, and we're rolling with it.
0: <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't want to be on this conversation anymore, so we're going to start with something. One thing <laughs> that I like about early 2000s anime,
2: yeah. and
0: I got a good reference for this, It's just how freaking edgy it was.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing, though. For anyone who shouldn't be listening to this podcast, because if you didn't exist before the early 2000s... <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing with your life?
0: Okay. Anyway. Are we going to school? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing you with your life, studying. you freaking loser?
1: I'm eight years old. I go to school.
0: What are you doing with your life? You should be hustling right now. Where's your Lamborghini?
2: <laughs> just in general, the theme of everything from the music to movies to video games and from the 90s to the early 2000s was just Edge. Yes, like, and you
0: know what? I have the best anime to reference that for. You know what it's called? Hmm. What? Afro Samurai.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's edgy, and I mean, like, just it was the theme. Like, so dark was this. cool.
0: Afro Samurai was made in the peak, the peak mid two thousands, two thousand seven. It was co-made. It was a project between. The actor, Samuel L. Jackson and Takashi Okazaki and Gonzo. So, basically what this was is Samuel L. Jackson was huge in the early 2000s. He just got off of really big movies. Uh, One of them in the early 2000s was actually Star Wars. Yep. Uh, I think...
2: He did a lot of movies in the 90s. He did a lot of
0: movies in the 90s. One of the biggest ones he's known for is Snakes on the Plane.
2: I, I don't think he'd like to admit he that. didn't
0: like that one but it turned into a huge cult following
2: yeah but he did he did a lot of yeah. just like either kind of like detective movies some action movies and stuff a lot of like court style movies things like that so it kind of surprises me that he just like took the plunge into anime yeah he
0: loves he well even in an animate in a interview himself It's one of those uh, Google interviews, Mm -hmm. and he pulls off the sticker, and he's like, does Samuel L. Jackson watch anime? He's like, heck yeah, and hentai, too. (laughs) It's just like one of those classics, (laughs) Samuel L. Jackson things. But anyway, so he co-made this with another pretty uh, famous actual Japanese guy, uh, Takashi Okazaki. I feel like I am totally butchering that name, but... That's That's what we do here. But also the score was made by RZA in the Wu-Tang
2: Clan. Dang, they got a uh, Mortal Kombat faction to (laughs) do their music?
0: Wu-Tang Clan is a huge rap. Um, oh. Like, rap music thing.
2: It's thinking, like, Ling um, Kuei or something. Like, that A bunch of Ice Ninjas made the music.
0: <laughs> but basically, this whole, like, anime is nothing but just utter, like, edginess. It's about this um, young boy. He witnesses his father being cut down by another samurai. So this boy, uh, ple- like, basically pledges revenge upon the guy and does nothing but... Basically, his... It's the lone ronin story of yeah. just like going to hunt down the person that you want revenge on.
2: With uh, Afro Samurai, was there an actual like full series? Because I only ever seen the two movies.
0: Okay, so there's one movie.
2: Was there? Yep. One? I there's there was one two. movie.
0: Um, there's a series of I believe it is ten episodes, or is it a full twelve? Let me see here. Uh, it oh, is oh five episodes, and it's got a movie plus a anime adaptation as well.
2: Okay, because see, I remember watching Afro Samurai with my friend growing up. We watched it literally the night it aired on Spike.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> and then we, like, for that whole extent like of them being released, I stayed the night over his place. He recorded them, and we watched all of Afro Samurai. But I don't remember it very well.
0: I oh. probably shouldn't
2: have been watching it when it came out. <laughs>
0: so the anime aired on Spike. Between January 4th, 2007, and February 1st, 2007, and then three months later, it aired on Japanese television over two consecutive night blocks with Japanese subtitles.
2: Okay. So, this
0: is like, this is one of the few cases of an actual American first anime. Yeah. So, yeah. It's really good. I mean, it's nothing like, it's not like Death Note level good.
2: No, but, but it, it had some style to it. This
0: the combat was like top notch. Like the combat, the art style, the music. Like the, I don't even necessarily like the bands that they had, but the music was great. It I do. Just, I do remember
2: one of the villains, and he wasn't even the main focus. And uh, towards the end was uh, Justice. Yeah, like, Justice. This is build good. up to him. Was That's quite in
0: the really movie, cool. mm-hmm. um, but in the anime they had a lot of villains like that as well. But it's it's just really good. Uh, it's like it. Kind of takes that edginess of like the early 2000s but mix it with like a passion project from somebody that really knew what they were doing, yeah. And it's a good show. I mean, it has a 7.36 score on Mal, so it's a pretty decent score. Malware, yes, on Malware. Okay. It is pretty bizarre like anime watching thing.
1: It is pretty bizarre to have that created that long ago. ago I know, right? collaboration. How do you think thing.
2: I feel having watched it when it was coming out, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Like, anime's way more popular now, so it's, like... I was like... a child.
0: <laughs> well, nowadays, you have people, like, uh, the guy that plays Gus from Breaking Bad, he voices a character in Edge Runners. Oh, really? Dub. That's cool. So, like, you have high-name actors, like, now doing dubbing and stuff. Yeah. So. It's definitely growing, but it was cool. This is, like, I consider, like... When did that get released? 2007 I was 11 yeah (laughs) oh geez, you were watching
2: Afro (laughs) Samurai I was watching (laughs) Afro Samurai 11
0: that's definitely not a show to watch
2: oh I watched a lot of things that an 11 year old shouldn't have watched
0: (laughs) but yeah that's like my we were edgy in the day (laughs) (laughs) that's my pick for like probably peak example of like edginess and stuff from the early like 2000s
1: oh yeah even like death note like it's not that edgy of a story uh, death but note stylized, was edge, of edge. it is so edgy like like just the way it portrays itself and yeah the, like um Misa's like dress and stuff just like the goth girl it's like like this
2: it's not in my list at all but just take a cartoon or anime that everyone knew at the time of early 2000s Yu-Gi-Oh yeah it was edgy I mean you had these big like stylized dark like monsters and stuff these kids are pulling cards and like freaking death matches (laughs) yeah I'm going to send
0: you to the shadow rail. Yeah. And it's like, that
2: was edgy as edgy could be. And then you had Pokemon that was supposed to be sweet and cute and whatever.
0: Yeah. It was still actually pretty dark. As it was pretty before. dark
2: when you got the movies, and I was like, oh, yeah, these little number Pokemon sealed your father away forever. Yeah.
0: <laughs> was that what happened to Ash's, like...
2: No, different character. Oh. Uh... It is kind of
1: funny, the reputation Yu-Gi-Oh has versus how what it actually is because of how much the dub changed it. Yeah. So it's oh, more yeah. looked at like this goofy show, whereas originally in Japan, it's like, we're going to duel, and whoever loses goes straight to hell. Yeah. like, oh, my goodness.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Four kids didn't do anyone any favors.
1: Yeah, and four kids is like, I'm gonna banish you to the shadow realm.
0: But yeah, that's like my my pick. Um I'd say another good thing that if I find watching an older show compared to a newer show is the pacing. Yeah. yeah. Like shows back then, and you look at shows like Gur and Lagon. Okay, Gurren Lagann might not be the best example because it goes from zero to a billion <laughs> real quick near yeah. the
2: end. Well, really, with a but, lot of them, they did. But if a lot of shows were padded out and planned out too, yeah. like
0: well, you take shows like uh, I haven't personally seen this, but I hear it's really well like padded like placed out. It's called hmm You have that on like one of your picks. Yeah, is like how I know that has like two seasons and stuff, but what it spans. Past like 50 episodes it's 50
1: episodes yeah so
0: like
2: but then you get incidents like hellsing where it was like it's padding out, fantastic and then like the last episode's
1: like done
2: i think yeah. the, there is a drastic
1: difference between 2000s and 90s when it comes to pacing yeah for like sure. trigon and cowboy bebop are so drastically different than code geass death note like the there's so many moments in old shows where they took their time to do something, and other times where they, I don't know if they didn't have it planned out well enough, or like the episode was going good, but they didn't have enough time to cram it into the like. They TV treated schedule. it kind of like
2: a promo piece.
1: Yeah, that sometimes like things didn't always work out, and sometimes the pacing was a little bit awkward. Either like yeah, like it was slow, and then it like quickly came to a finale, and like I especially the episodic shows.
0: I take that more as the the problem with the era of it's weird. Like it seemed like anime was exploding in this era in the nineties. Yeah. Especially like late nineties to early early two thousands. Yeah. So like you do have a lot of shows like uh Full Metal Alchemist. Mm -hmm. Like we're Mm -hmm. saying, like that that has a totally different ending because the manga was still coming out.
2: Yeah. Um, well, you had to another problem of, and this is only slightly gotten remedied in like the last decade or so, is the abrupt cancellation of shows. Yeah, there are so many good anime like the early two thousands or the nineties that they're like, oh, this is great. It only got one season; and was planned to like yeah. go on, but it wasn't popular in America. Yep. I think the other problem is there was
1: no internet, so the only way you watched a show was on television. It. And when tele- when you have to watch it on television, it's like, it's or or you have to buy like you
2: had this thing, this magical land that you could go to, and yeah. I didn't even get to go to it that much. Blockbuster. <laughs> the
1: problem I with
0: have it- never stepped foot in a blockbuster.
2: Oh, we used to have one back in the old town where I lived, and that's like one of my few memories of it. You'd see the giant blue rectangle sign you're like all right that means tonight's movie night i get to stay up late at three years old
0: (laughs) we had family video we did have family video
2: (laughs) the
1: other problem is like even if you you know you can buy it on on like vhs or whatever but you you didn't even know about it because it was only like it aired on this one tv you know yeah thing let's put it this
2: way the
0: only way you would find it is if you're walking through a convention Or if you were, like, somehow stumbled upon it in, like, some random store somewhere. Yeah. Well,
2: there was also, they didn't know how to categorize it either. Because I remember going through family video with my brother just looking for, like, a movie rent for me. And my brother, who had actually seen this as a school thing back in the 90s, found Akira. And he was like, this doesn't belong here (laughs) like why is that it's like this is the very adult topic thing so he
0: found it in the school section no
2: he watched it as a teenager in school they had him watch It was like some philosophy class
0: oh okay
2: and years later we're in family video going through the kids section looking to see if there's anything interesting in there yep And he found Akira, (laughs) and he's like, this doesn't belong here.
0: Yeah, Akira does not belong uh, (laughs) in a family section at all. Uh, That belongs in, like, uh, I don't even know where that would belong. It would just
2: be, like, an adult, like, sci-fi area. Yeah, I'd say adult sci-fi. Yeah.
0: Like, solidly adult sci-fi. Yeah. Like, you don't even, like, maybe late teenager.
2: Yeah, I mean... There was that movie, and then I know in school he got to watch, what was it? It was an old anime movie where it was talking about the end of World War II.
0: Oh, okay. I know the one you're talking Um, about.
2: Where the Fireflies, or Grave of the Fireflies or something. uh,
0: Grave of the Fireflies? Yeah.
2: Is that the one I'm thinking? That's one. There's one from the '90s, and then there's one, a newer I d-
0: one. I think it's Grave of the Fireflies. I don't even know where I'd start to look for it.
2: Yeah, I remember but him. I like do know telling... the one
0: you're talking about, where they literally go through like what happens when the nuke goes off. And yeah, like and it's, I, it's I remember
2: really that rare. was like for the longest time, my brother's idea of what anime was was like super adult, like super serious, yeah, like dark. Edgy is like, this isn't for kids. And then he got hooked on shows like Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon and stuff. Yeah.
0: (laughs) 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 But yeah, uh, pacing, go back to our original thing. Like pacing was definitely something that was kind of iffy in some spots. But when the show did it right, I feel like 90s, especially 90s shows, did it well. Yeah. Like Trigun- pacing was great. And I know Weezer is, is currently great. watching through it so he can probably I'm Like yeah, I'm like halfway through. Yeah. I got
1: to I think the worst episode. It's the the
2: X-arm. Um <laughs> uh, Let me
0: guess. Let me guess. Uh man, try not to spoil it. But it's the rich guy, it's the water dispute one.
2: The water dispute water. one's great. Uh It's okay. I love that one. I don't like
1: after. It's not the water dispute one. Okay. It's I don't like after the cross. It's a crawler. similar one. It's the um Oasis like dispute where there's oh, this where's guy the, the family? Yeah, there's yeah. like old guy that's like dishes my property and this rich guy's like I'm going to kill you all and take your property and they just kind of like sit around and yell at each other for a while. Yeah, that one is And then real there's bad. this really long sub like complicated subplot thing that's going on that's also like not explained there's another episode that's kind of like that too isn't that the Um, one
0: where uh was it the caravan meryl yeah she she's like trying to decide if she's like in love with like uh something.
1: no this one that that kind of goes through the whole story but this one is um i feel like that was
0: a bigger
2: this part one is Sparks. the oh. caravan one i didn't like it was so confusing oh the caravan one's eh. awful yeah the yeah. caravan one we're gonna, and gonna the focus Oasis on this one. love story but we're not gonna focus yeah. on this love story it's just randomly people want to kill each other for what you're focusing you on it's these like, two
1: here's this love story also the that episode wasn't like the thing i liked about that episode was bash's character of how he like looked very menacing and seemed more serious that episode and he kind of carries that into like the next episode so that part was important but the whole story was like this guy and his father but his adopted father also his real father but is never seen on screen but they talk about him and then there's like this i don't know the communication doesn't make any sense the whole situation is just really awkward
0: i think one of my favorite episodes of that show is uh when vash and wolfwood Get like stranded <laughs> together, and they have to go through like the the old spaceship underground. Yeah, that's great. that is so. Oh great. yeah,
2: like the that chemistry was cool.
0: bet- like the chemistry between them through the whole show is great. But like how they get to be friends in that whole thing. Yeah, like, oh, I like that, I just,
2: that like, one that. and the Crawler heist.
0: The crawler heist was fun. With, just, yeah, yeah, I love the, I the villain, cool. in that. With the neon road gangsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, the I, villain I'll, is cool in that one too. Everything's got to be anyways, fabulous.
1: That, that's another thing that. Especially shows like Trigon and Cowboy Bebop does this too, is they're very episodic. Yeah. Because of like you they're not expecting people to binge it. They're expecting them to watch it weekly on like, you know,
2: yeah. You set T V. You set time for it. Yeah. You were excited for it.
0: That's why I do like shows like Gur and Lagan as well. Like mm-hmm. in the beginning. Like it does have like a, a climax to the end of it. And yeah. it does come together. But like the first part of it. Like it feels really episodic and it feels like yeah. you're just watching these characters do. And things.
1: they're definitely making the show to have like a finale and a conclusion because it's set up for it. But yeah. it, I wonder if it's partially just how shows have always been in that era where like they just took from what was already being made, which was all episodic serialized yeah. stuff, yeah. and then turned it into their shorter like show. where And then shows after that took that, took the like, full arc finishing thing and kind of kept trimming out the like episodic yeah because now there's not many that feel episodic there's well, not I many think about stories it.
0: like shows that. nowadays are based off of shows or manga that are more a lot more story based mm-hmm. and that aren't so focused on i need to get this next chapter yeah like you have uh chainsaw man mm-hmm. yeah it was it wasn't a series and start. um did I say that right? Jump? Shonen, Shonen Jump. Jump, Jump yeah. started some Magic the Gathering thing. <laughs> Shonen Jump. Um, but it, was, it had an overall story. Yeah, like He knew where he wanted to end it. Mm-hmm. Where a lot of early manga... Like Attack on Titans like that. It's well, very story-driven.
2: A lot, of, I would assume, and I don't know, but manga back then kind of were following the thing of comic books. You had, you had a grand over-arc plot, but everything in between just kind of was like, okay, here's your drop to the main story, but... Yep. here's what's going on. Yeah, where if you notice, like comic books even now are more going the route of graphic novel style than anything. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's I guess still comic books out there. I haven't seen any that aren't from like early two thousands, but
0: no comic books are still
2: coming out. Are they? Yep. I thought they went extinct to the wave of manga. no,
0: not extinct. <laughs> it, it's weird. A lot of comic books are digital. But there's a lot of comic book stores, but I, they're just in bigger places. I think yeah. the
2: pacing thing, too, also is the fact of more modern times now is they, they're not doing it as, okay, people will just watch our show. Now, people, like, it's not enough to just watch an episode on even, like, a night or something. You got to watch five, or you got to watch the yeah. whole season.
0: Yeah, we're in binge culture now. We're back then... It was like, like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen next in Cowboy
2: Bebop. Yeah. It was Home at Alchemist. To borrow an old term, it was a treat.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I think
1: partially one of the main things that the stories were less complicated. I think stories are in general more complicated now than they were. Back then, yeah, because well, they made them more simple, so you could understand what was going on week to week. Instead of like you have to binge this, because a lot of the shows now, you watch them week to week, you're like, what the heck happened last well, week?
2: Well, and that's especially like thriller and more serious that, shows. That's the thing too is we live in a, a kind of a world culture in a sense of this that we seem to think the more complicated you make something, the more intelligent. It was. Yeah, but in reality, it's just a bunch of arbitrary ar- eldritch gibberish crammed together. <laughs> crammed
1: together, yeah. And there are shows that are really good and also really complicated, but it's like maybe too much. Like it's well, something that the 90s in general did was less complicated and now in general they're more complicated. Yeah. yeah. So it's just kind of an interesting like different style to it.
0: Yeah, I would say I mean I almost feel like they focus in and in older shows, especially like one that comes to mind uh phone alchemist the first mm-hmm. early 2003 one they focused on the style and the atmosphere of the whole show more almost on than the story in the beginning yeah, yeah. like there was the overarching plot and there was a story it was constantly going there's different re- revelations and stuff but
2: but you got a feel for the world yeah mm-hmm. it
0: definitely felt like you're more witnessing people interact with the world than um focusing on the story
2: yeah, and that's and, that's the way that one was, was it was basically the brothers stumbling into situations that were going yeah. on in the world. yep.
0: Um,
2: where in a lot of shows nowadays, we do have a lot of st-
0: style-oriented shows. Like I'd say, uh, was it, I'm actually staring at it right now, but it's in Japanese, so I forget the name. Call of the Night. Mm, Call of yeah. Duty is like a very style oriented show. Yeah, that has a story, but then you also have a lot of shows like big ones for Attack on Titan, and they focus. They want you to be more intrigued into the actual like story. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: I think in the especially the nineties, a, a big difference to now, and like you're saying, though, it's like there's a lot of stylized shows, but more so back then when there was much smaller crews and stuff that were working on these shows it was really a way for artists to really show what they could do because this was, like, in the 90s and stuff, all hand done. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, yeah. there was no tech assist, really. It was all traditional artwork. And if I could think of the name of it, i just seen on YouTube where someone did a uh, commentary on, like, a little short OVA series that's, like, that's all that it was. It was just a artist. Basically, who's the artist that's going to be working on this episode type thing? Oh, that's cool. And is just a character wandering through the world just yeah. doing her thing? Huh. But, that, I mean, granted, that didn't go for every show. Like, obviously, a lot of just shows that just kind of went on and on and on yep. were kind of lackluster in certain parts. But when it was time to really set a scene, it set the scene. Right, yeah, and you know, show it off its artwork. Where now it's like it's a little, it's a little bit better in that sense of like your in between scenes that don't really matter have a lot of style, have some life to them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, unless they do the weird like, there's nothing in the background.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, the cost saving measure of hey, none of these characters have faces.
2: Yeah,
1: cool. I feel like it might be partially the development and how hard it was to like create things too, but a, a lot of times the dialogue. Like and certain, it wasn't all the time, but sometimes there were like awkward pauses. Yeah. And I think that's probably part of the development where with digital art, you can easily, more easily change things. Whereas when you're like hand drawing every single frame and stuff, it makes it harder. But But there's like every once in a while, there's like moments where it's like, okay, I see this is old because they kind of just like awkwardly stare at each other and then continue the conversation. It's like this pause just doesn't, well, it's one right. of
2: those things, though. Too, it's like as you watch it, you kind of just stop noticing it. Yep. And it yeah. just becomes part of it. I like,
1: think for the most part, it they're they're really good at it. But it seems like every once in a while, I'll just see one thing that's like this feels a little off for just like a moment. Yeah. And then it goes back into it, and it feels like yeah. More yeah.
0: Older shows definitely have their signs. It, it
1: might have been part of like partially sound design or something yeah. where it just kind of like goes weirdly silent or something. It's also I'm harder sure. to
2: edit shows yeah people. like
1: <laughs> like something about the editing is a little like weird at points that I, I find that
0: especially in 90s shows like yeah there's always that scene of like the 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 bad guy or the mysterious stranger like walking far off in the distance and is coming closer you just have like this it's a it cool art style yeah like i get what they're going for
2: but you know but he's slowly dialogue. walking
0: towards you and there's like just like this really like slow music or something yeah in the 90s always seemed to last way too (laughs) long you're just like okay i get it but uh
2: here's (laughs) the thing think about it though we're now like for our era we are used to everything just go 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 oh unless it's supposed to be drama then then it's supposed to be slow like that's the normal where back then like there's a lot of just movies like non-anime movies it's like i watch those compared to movies now and seeing a movie now seems almost like it's on like a frantic course right where you take something from the same genre back then it's like there's pacing and it it seems long and drawn out because i'm so used to this thing then this thing then this Mm -hmm. thing and it's like dang this actually like By doing that and making it kind of overstay its welcome, it draws out the tension. Yeah, Yeah, it
0: does. There's scenes that do it well. I would say... Everybody kind of either likes this or totally thinks it's a joke, but the elevator scene from Evangelion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Literally just like a minute of Asuka and Rey just sitting in an elevator.
2: Yeah, but it's uncomfortable. Yeah. It's supposed
0: to be like extremely uncomfortable for the audience and almost even for the characters as well.
2: Yeah. I will say there's
1: multiple times watching Evangelion where I like checked to see that it was still playing. (laughs) It's just sitting there. It's like how long is this gonna last
2: a lot of those old 90s shows too it was just they wanted you to see the scene they wanted you to have time to take in everything in in that scene because there's a lot of little details all over the place yeah yeah it's not like now where we're just like hey did you see that random thing in the scene of the new show i think partially those
1: like I think partially what is happening now with faster pace is good but they also need to mix some of the so like they need to do the slower paced moments like very purposefully and the fast paced moments very purposefully. Yeah. Like the Lego Batman movie has this really fast start and then it proceeds to go straight into the scene of just him staring in front of a microwave as uh, it's like
2: going lobster Newberg. For like <laughs> yeah.
1: for like thirty <laughs> seconds it's just like him staring at this. And it, it works perfectly because it took like such a fast paced, like modern thing, and then took a really slow down, like and it was all purposeful, and it like made a point by being so slow, and so having that kind of like mix of both, I think, is what n- would make like newer shows better, because sometimes they're just way too fast, where it's like emotional moment done, this moment done, this moment done, and then. Uh, so a lot of old shows were like, we're going to draw out this tension. It's like, but there, there's no tension here. Yep. <laughs> it's like, but we're yeah. going to draw out the tension.
0: We want you to feel the tension. Yeah. Are you trying to make me think there's tension, or is there actually it's like, tension yeah. here?
1: <laughs> but when there is a tense moment, and then it does that, you, you don't even notice that it's being slow, because it's, like, it's yep. so tense, and you're waiting to it, see what'll happen.
2: It also, I think, just kind of seems odd, too, because you do have to think. It's like back in the 90s, even, like... Yeah, the, they knew the audiences that they were kind of reaching out for, but the problem was is the recipients of, like, the materials were like, oh, it's animated. It's for the children. Well... It's not making fart jokes like The in Simpsons the... or something like that from that time, so it's for children, obviously.
0: Also, in the early 2000s and 90s especially, anime... Was very much still a Japanese centric.
2: Yeah. Because I mean, here in America, we were used to boom, pow, bang. Yes. Machine gun go burr Yeah. You know, yes. that, <laughs> that was our thing. Like, so to have things like shows, that serialized shows, slow down and pace, because usually, like, most of our shows or even cartoons are just kind of just. They, they padded their time. They just went and did their thing. Yep. That was it. Like, there was no, hey, we can take things from cinematography, like, some of those elements to make things, and put it into a show. Like, very far and few between. Like, here in the U.S., that pretty much died out in the 60s. Yeah. Because, like, you did. you had old westerns and stuff and old dramas and stuff that would do that, and they felt like movies. But after that, then just came, like, your typical sitcoms and cop shows and stuff that were just, all right, here's the routine, like, thing we're going to do.
0: Yep. It, they had a centralized plot, because that's what made money in it. That's what worked.
2: Yeah. Um, so to have something like that where somebody, like, thought, well, most of the people that were doing it were thinking outside the box. Yeah. Is definitely a lot different from what we have now, where they're like, "Hmm, how do we target the global audience?"
0: Well, and I think that's why anime, especially in that era, started doing so well here, is because people were looking for something that just wasn't the the next episode of Three's Company or the next episode of. Oh, another,
2: at that time, Seinfeld. Seinfeld,
0: <laughs> like the See, old like it, na- or like Fuller House was like a ninety show, right? It,
2: it did, yeah. So, it, like, shows like that. It did, from what I can remember, and I'm probably wrong, I do know there was some contra- controversy with anime in the 90s, because there was in the early 2000s, for sure, Um, is it was that thing of the few people that actually paid attention, that, hey, this isn't for kids. They're like, what are they targeting towards our kids? Yeah. Because the 90s really hit a heavy, due to some really... Terrible things that happened in, in that era.
0: Well, we had the Satanic Panic.
2: Well, that that was more '80s.
0: Well, '94 was it? Around '94. Okay, because I'm
2: used to the stories of the '80s.
0: Well, there's so there's a actually there's a bunch of Satanic
2: Panics. <laughs> Pretty much every around
0: '94, there's this big thing, and this is actually more in like the card collecting community, especially Magic. '94, Magic: The Gathering came out. Mm-hmm. And so many people, especially in traditional like Christian households, were like, oh my gosh, there's a pentagon on this card. And then they started seeing everything like D&D and other things like, Pokemon. oh boy, Pokemon. Yep, Pokemon was a big one. It's like, oh boy, there's magic, there's monsters, like my yeah. child's going to There's end. a
1: really great Act Man video about the like crazy. Act Man? Act Man. Yeah. Act. A-C-T.
0: Oh, that guy.
1: Yeah, there's a really good video he made about the like news and like how yeah. they like put out these stories about things and well, and some of the people's like uh opinions on video games and card games. I don't Oh th- that's another thing. Video games it really, oh.
2: video games were getting their Video games admirated. got scrutinized horribly because of I mean, I'm sure everyone's heard of it. Waco. Or not Waco. Um Waco. Well, Waco was one or Ruby Ridge. Um, no, not Ruby Ridge. Uh First, like, big school shooting.
0: Oh, Columbine. Columbine.
2: Video that was game. in the 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that like oh. video games were scrutinized hard. Music was scrutinized by everything. The was. Everything yeah. was. And of
0: course, what was happening in the 90s? Internet was like, well, not
2: necessarily in the internet 90s. Internet didn't really play t- Like, internet wasn't like such a big thing in that. Other than the only thing I remember of Columbine having any connection to the internet was. Somebody, like one of the shooters, made a level of yeah. the school. Well, what I was Doom. saying
0: is like anime started becoming something you could get either over the internet in different weird ways, or you could... uh
2: I don't know if they had the capability to push that kind of data through. In the I'm 90s. referring to more early 2000s. Oh, okay. Like,
0: like in the late...
2: late See, year. what happened in the early 2000s is you had shows like Yu-Gi-Oh, you had shows like Pokemon, you had Dragon Ball... You know, you had Inuyasha. You had all these shows like that showed up on things like Toonami.
0: Oh, okay, yeah.
2: That was kind of meant for teenagers, kind of meant for adults, because it was hitting that Adult Swim hour. Yep. And people liked it. It was different. It was action without being the superhero cartoon copy and paste thing. Yeah. And yeah. from there, it just it started picking up. I mean, it still hit a lot of controversy because of the fact that it's like, oh my gosh, they cut his arm off. This is for kids because it's a cartoon. (laughs) Even though we have Beavis and Butthead, at this point we have Family Guy, we have The Simpsons and all this other stuff. But oh my gosh, this guy with a sword cut someone's arm off. Yep. And then four kids got a hold of stuff which popularized it even more. Those kids, like myself, who used to grow up watching that stuff, learn through other people. It's like, this is a whole universe here. And it's like, it's different. It's yep. fun. It's not treating me like I'm a two year old. And it just kind of exploded from there. Yep. And then I say probably about 2010, 2011 is kind of where it became very mainstream. Cause up until that point, I was kind of a niche thing. You were kind of a nerd or a geek. <laughs> if you like that kind of stuff.
0: Well, yeah, that's still... more so
2: than now.
0: Yeah, well, it's weird how it's changed from you are a nerd and a geek to now it's almost treated as if, like, you are, and I almost agree with them in some cases, like you're a mentally unstable individual.
2: (laughs) Here's the problem, though, nowadays. Everything has a fandom. Yep. Every fandom is toxic and evil to the core. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, (laughs) And I will stick to that. You'll see,
1: like, average people with average lives... Working nine to five that are like,
0: Oh yeah, I've seen this show in are anime
2: or whatever. Me?
1: No. <laughs> well but think like, about
0: it this way. We talk to a random coworker and he's like, Oh yeah, I watched before you. Yeah. Yeah. Or Which someone is who's a just like
1: random isekai. Oh yeah, I watched Demon Slayer or whatever. And it's like, Yeah, this show is pretty good. And they might not be big into anime, but at least they've like Heard of it, they don't think it's like super freaking weird. I have
2: you know? a co worker who somehow can find some deep philosophy in both Naruto and Bleach, and those are the only anime he watches.
0: <laughs> Who's
2: that? Uh, I'll tell you after the podcast.
0: Oh, you're talking about, uh, um, okay, part, no. part of the build crew, yes, yep. <laughs> uh, uh, he also likes Attack and Titan. yeah
1: Yeah, attack on titan attack on titan especially because it came out around the time game of thrones was big and it was like this is the anime game of thrones yeah
2: yeah yeah i remember attack on titan like because i already like was watching anime and stuff and suddenly noticing more and more people getting into anime and that's all i heard about until it became very annoying attack
1: on titan started out super edgy too that's like a a, a more recent show than early 2000s but that started out super edgy it kind of toned it down a little bit like it was still serious but it wasn't just like oh my goodness that guy got bitten by a titan i'm gonna have a panic attack
0: you know yeah. how we're like oh you know how we're like like t- attack on titan hmm. well we split our episodes into two parts
1: <laughs> but is this the
0: final <laughs> we'll be right back
1: with more about right. anime
2: from the likely
0: pets. attack on titan and, and we're back. back
2: that was horrible i tried to beat him to punch on guys i'm so sorry i failed
0: you were like a half a second off.
2: yeah i know i'm dumb
0: anyways uh like they said we're back and we're back no we are back
1: and we're back
0: we are back
1: we're back, we're back. if we say this enough times it starts losing meaning and you just hear and we're back and it has no no meaning.
0: It it's already has words. no meaning. It's Everything just is And just we're words. back. <laughs> and we're back.
2: Well, congratulations if you've made it this far. We owe you like a cupcake or something.
0: Yeah, so what I were know, we right? talking about before the break? Uh...
1: We're talking about Attack on Titan, which is not an anime before 2000s. But we're talking about edgy. <laughs> Uh, stuff
2: we're, we're talking about animes and like the differences of like animes of the nineties and early two thousands to oh, modern or trendy say, yeah. anime on Twitter.
1: Part of the reason I think the old stuff was like more edgy is that it kind of goes in phases, just with a lot of stuff with entertainment, where like the culture was more like uh like conservative, like you know you don't want to be too crazy or whatever. So the art then went like. 180 to where it's like now there's blood and gore everywhere yeah and it's like it just takes like an extreme to like counteract it and then that art becomes popular enough and then people are now like that's so cringe and edgy for no reason and then it kind of goes on a 180 the other direction and it's like now it's more wholesome and like everything's more purposeful and then it kind of gets like oh we're sick of people being like so wholesome and fake now it's super edgy again and it just kind of like goes back and forth with like
0: oh for sure that's why like we had a lot of those wholesome like sitcoms in america yeah and now we have like edgy like cop shows and yeah stuff like that and, and then netflix We've always
2: had edgy cop shows
0: well those used to be more wholesome than the ones nowadays now uh, now never
2: Nef- watch drag dragnet drag was yeah, great dragnet. dragnet was great
0: that was a wholesome. Talking, that was
2: based off a of real
1: life. Bro.
0: I'm talking about, and anybody that's ever grew up watching like mystery cop shows is CIS. Yeah. The cringiest one. Their their opening theme song was just a dude screaming.
2: Hey, <laughs> I like that song. It was
0: great. How dare I can you
2: ever diss the Who?
0: That's tr- okay. There's nothing wrong with the Me
2: who. and all the boomers <laughs> are gonna beat you now, boom. <laughs> That was our song. That was there, our anthem. There's
0: nothing wrong with it. I didn't say there's anything wrong with it. I said that it's so edgy. Yeah, that, the that show, opens with that. Yeah, yeah. The guy, the main I forget the name, and I forget the, I don't even know if the actor is popular anymore. But uh, the guy with the glasses, he'd always take his glasses off and say something about a CSI case. And then just screaming. <laughs>
2: You know a, uh, a show like that that used to be around in the 90s that what? wasn't, and it was actually quite boring, Law & Order.
0: Dun, dun, dun.
2: <laughs> Law & Order still exists. It does? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Special Victims, user. Law & Order, Special Victims. Uh,
0: there's a there's a music person, Ice-T, I think is his name. He is the longest-running actor on a sitcom. Seriously? Really? <laughs> like on a drama show, yeah, because he's been on Law & Order for like 20 years or something. Dang.
1: There's so many uh, NCIS, NCIS this, NCIS this. My girlfriend now, whenever any commercial for anything comes on, is like, oh, I thought it was going to be NCIS. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey,
2: here, here, here was your basic main staple. Not that anyone cares, but I don't care that they don't care because they're going to hear this anyways. Here was your basic main staple, early 2000s, or probably 90s, American... Family show lineup, Law and Order, NCIS, NCIS New York, WWE Raw, (laughs) football.
0: I feel like one of these are not like the uh, (laughs) what is
2: WWE Raw? It was wrestling. Wrestling, it's it's, it's, like this was like, I don't care now at the time, I don't care what kid i ever played with as a child that was there i was like so what do you watch oh i watch ncis csi ncis new york or whatever the heck it was law and order with my parents and then we watched wwe raw
0: (laughs) i grew up watching like uh, amazing race and uh survivor and stuff now you get oh uh, yeah there
2: was survivor too also like there was the occasional show like um fear factor or like ripley's believe it or not which i like those shows i did not like the rest of the lineup of shows wwe is one thing that has a
0: second you watched fear factor and you don't you didn't know who joe rogan was
2: i watched fear factor i didn't say i cared who was on it like joe rogan was the host he was yeah oh he's the short (laughs) dude huh
0: Yeah, like steroids
2: uh, made him taller. (laughs) He's not
1: taller. He's still short. WWE is a show that hasn't really changed. There's still advertisements of like Friday Night Smackdown. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that was America. So to have anime come along and just basically be like, hey, Law and order Ah!" (laughs) was (laughs) quite the shocker. Yeah.
0: that's like one thing, like a lot of anime back then, they weren't, they were edgy. But they weren't like that edgy. Mm-hmm. They were like, "This is a story. This has got like, take uh, okay, Death Note. Death Note was a very like mystery type show, right? Yeah. It was edgy, but it wasn't like in your face, like uh n- like Las Vegas hookers and like yeah. drug lords and
1: yeah. yeah. It wasn't like, and then Light hooks up with all the hookers at the thing because it's edgy. It was just like." He doesn't care at all. He uses people. That's his character. Yeah.
0: So it was like a different thing than what was coming out in that day and like that era. Yeah. Especially for me, like I, I found anime around the time I forget exactly when I started watching anime, but I think it was early 2010.
2: Did you have internet in early 2010? Because I remember the day of us both having dial-up internet. <laughs>
0: Well, it was basically, I got Netflix, I'm like, this is anime. I'm watching all the anime. <laughs> so I forget what. Oh, 2016, I think it was. Okay. So, I mean, it was technically way past this era. But, like, the first one I watched was Fullmetal Alchemist. So, like, and then the second one I watched was Gurren Lagann. And then the third one I watched was Kill a Kill. It's just like. And
2: he never had a life after.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I watched all the early ones. Like, I didn't jump to, like, I think Attack on Titan was coming out at that time. The yeah. Part, the first season was out yeah
2: attack on titan and a bunch of other stuff yeah i didn't like jump
0: to those i i like started watching shows like naruto and stuff like the early ones like bleach and stuff like that yeah like i almost feel like i grew up with it because like my first experience with anime was the early stuff and then i was like wait a second this isn't like a dead like media that's still coming out what (laughs) (laughs) and then i found like trashy guys and stuff like that like, oh okay that, that makes sense
2: see i did the opposite i found the trashy shows thinking is like "Well, oh, this is all there is at least it's something different and then it's like there's wholesome stuff there's also trash stuff i'm gonna skirt the line <laughs> yeah i did find that out too because like edgy a lot of... teenage ramen cat
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was kind of it was surprising when i found like one show i'm like hey i could actually maybe show my parents this show Three episodes in, nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's also a thing with old shows where they were more like uh, direct about showing you that these characters are cool. Yeah. There's a lot of very like basic emotion kind of like vibes that they wanted to hit where it's like, like with Vash and like Spike. And uh, a lot of these characters, where they're just like this guy is cool because he's gonna wear sunglasses, he's gonna smoke cigarettes, I and like
2: Spike for the time was pretty well fleshed out.
1: Yeah, like they are fleshed out, interesting characters, but they definitely were like we want to make them look cool.
2: And that, yeah, because you kind of learn weaknesses of the character later. Yeah, in the thing when like a big like threat. Was I think Trigon
1: bomb. is kind of more unique because he's such like a goofball, but he also. Has like his cool, like thing to him too. He's kind of both.
2: He's got but the he's, Goku syndrome going. He's, on. Well, he's
1: yeah. a
0: goofball. He's the reason he's a goofball is because he has such an intense past. Yeah, that he uses it to hide, like actually how serious of a character he is. Yeah,
1: yeah, and he's definitely very serious, and they show that like intense, like seriousness to him too. But, yeah, especially in, like, the 90s, a lot of the characters, they would focus on making them look super cool to the audience. Where they don't... It's not as big of a deal anymore for the main character to flex on everybody that they yeah. defeat. Like, you don't see Tanjiro just, like, kill a demon and then, like, light a cigar from their flaming corpse and be like, yeah.
2: Demon Slayer, for as, I guess, quote-unquote new as it is, it kind of set a newer tone of it's okay to have flawed characters or characters that are, like, weak at the start. Oh, yeah. It,
1: yeah, it's pretty classic, like, shounen-like style, but it just does everything it, it does really well. Yeah.
2: Like, it it set a new level for it. Yep. Because I think, like, right after Demon Slayers were, like... like the amount of attention to detail and stuff really like cranked up to I think Demon Slayer was a
1: couple of things one of them is like big animation can do really well like really good looking animation for a show and um it also like showed that you can have a premise and like a plot that isn't super unique that's based in like the basic story principles of that genre and still be really well received and really liked because it doesn't break the mold it doesn't do anything super unique yeah it's it's like a a
2: classic story but it's just
1: done so well you you
2: don't really care that's definitely like the last few years like shows have been trying to break the mold with everything even in western media been trying to be different Yeah. Even though they end up doing the same exact thing over and over.
1: It's kind of like being super meta became like a thing for a while. And now being super meta is kind of cringe because everybody's like, oh, you just, everyone does that. Because we have a site
2: now called Meta.
0: (laughs) That's true, Metacritic.
2: Yeah. I meant more like what Facebook became.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly,
2: like even the term Meta became cringy after Facebook yeah. did that. They're like, oh,
0: they did that oh. like two years ago.
2: Yeah, and that's when it died. Yeah, yeah. They literally killed an entire. Imagine
1: like, Mark thing. Zuckerberg is like Meta. That's a dumb name for a company. <laughs>
0: I, I would say probably the last thing I want to bring up is like, and Weeze kind of uh made a point about this but i i like how the old protagonists were already at a point to be like the the super cool character like they were they're already trained they're already skilled at what they're doing they're the best of the best at least in this story instance like uh vash from stamp like trigon yeah uh spike uh
1: Even, um, well, uh, it made their metal alchemist. Like, the beginning is, is uh, Edward like outsmarting the villain and just like beating. We
0: were dropped in at a point in their stories where it's like we don't have to watch them train, like in Demon Slayer or yeah, like My Hero Academia, where it's like, okay, these guys can like kick most anybody's butt. The cool part is, is when they finally found somebody that they couldn't do that to,
2: yeah, and generally they showed you their past when they weren't good,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly, and it's. it's cliche now but back then it was cool yeah and
1: they also now normally when they do that they don't have the confidence to make a serious story around it and it's usually some isekai that's like overpowered blah 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 but it's a comedy also uh he's in debt or something and saving for his retirement i don't know exactly
0: so it's like it has to be with some weird like generic stamp well even (laughs) they try making a generic stamp it's like so obscure yeah like, I'm trapped in the world with my cell phone, so now I'm the most overpowered person because, of course, I was dropped in the 16th century fantasy world. <laughs> yeah. So, stuff like that. So Yeah. Um, I, yeah, that's...
2: Hey, you know what? The 90s or early 2000s did Isekai right, too. Like, with Inuyasha.
0: Yeah, that's one show I've never watched. I need to watch it.
2: It's good. The The line deliveries are not the best because, I mean, it's a serialized series it yeah. goes on forever and ever and ever into eternity. <laughs>
0: yeah, the only isekai I've ever, the first isekai I actually watched was Sword Art Online, so.
2: Yeah, I remember watching that with the Comic-Con and just sitting there like, I hate this show.
0: And I was like, oh, this is cool. I don't know. What I went it, home and been. I don't know, know
2: what it was about it. Like, I just sat down. i just sitting there. I was like, "Ray right from the kick, i like, I hate this. I hate every second See, of it." See,
0: that was a weird time because I had watched a bunch of anime. Like, the three I mentioned earlier, I watched. Kill a Kill, Gurren Lagann, Death Note, yeah, I guess Brotherhood. That. And then I was like, okay, I'm done with anime. And I stopped watching it for a couple years. And we went to Comic-Con. that was like my first big like convention thing i ever went to i watched that anime i'm like huh i remember why i watched anime
2: yeah i don't know i guess for me too it's like i always kind of like the more obscure shows back then too
0: well back then to me that felt obscure yeah like i never seen a guy get trapped in a video game before
2: now (laughs) it happens every tuesday (laughs) exactly (laughs) <laughs> See, I realized something the other day. My coworker and I were talking. He was telling me about this like really horribly written out sci-fi story, and I'm like, it sounds like the like people that, you know teenagers that used to write their short stories on DeviantArt. And I had to pause my, oh god, those people are adults. They have jobs in the entertainment industry. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> their fan fiction turned into the next Baruto. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel like that's what happened too. Everyone that grew up watching like Sword Art Online suddenly was like, I write for this anime studio. Let's go. Let's make another carbon copy. Neh.
0: Nah, maybe. Needless to say, I mean I also
2: some of them grew up to make stories like Oh, there's a lot of unique stories too.
0: Yeah. Like, like a lot of them made went up grew up to make really good stories. I mean Why can't I think of any? I think a lot of it is
1: more (laughs) like, oh, that's a popular thing. I can make a story like that, too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, it's also our generation nowadays is we're so used to just copying over what has come before us, because at this point, we feel like nothing can be made new.
2: Yeah, we don't have. Okay. I'm going to sound like an old timer here. We don't have now what we had back in the 90s when I was a little toddler. We had where people would make clones of stuff, like especially in the video game industry. But those clones were clones to kill the other clones, so they were cooler than the previous clone. No joke. (laughs) That is true. Every, Every like. video game that was made was made to kill the competitor viciously that that
1: is interesting nowadays it seems like if there's a clone it's more of like to piggyback off of the success of this other thing because it's so massive back then back then it was like we're gonna do this but do it better
2: yeah back then it was a vicious struggle for survival i had to compete with the cat that i copied he won What? (laughs) Everything was a better copy of the last thing. I'm
0: just more surprised that you had to kill a clone of you. (laughs) Was his name, uh, what would it be? Uh, Udon Cat. Wait, is
1: this the clone? Is this the better clone? (laughs) No. Udon Udon
0: Cat got killed by Ramen Cat. So was Udon Cat the original? Udon Cat
2: was the (laughs) original. I was the better (laughs) sequel.
0: It just reminds me of the boys, um, <laughs> the boys' thing where there's a soldier boy and uh, uh, what is his name? The main bad guy in the series. I forget his I name. I don't know. I've never
2: watched it.
0: I know. And I can't remember. Oh, is it Ultraman? No, it's not Ultraman. The
2: frick is it? His- yeah, it was Ultraman. Anyways, he step the on
0: superhero, r- the Superman ripoff guy. I can't remember his oh, name. Oh, Homelander? Homelander. It. So basically what it is, is Soldier Boy was, like, the Captain America in this universe. And Homelander is, like, the Superman ripoff. Um, but he's, like, the new generation of superheroes. Mm-hmm. They're fighting. And uh, Home- Homelander's like, I'm you, but I'm better, stronger, and faster. And Soldier Boy's like, you're just a cheap frickin' ripoff. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> No, but, I mean, that was the case. Like, there was, like, solid competition with things back then. And now, like Weez said, everything is just to piggyback and cater on a fan base, pretty much. Like, there's a lot of... Not everything. Not everything. There's a lot of unique things. There's a lot of unique things in genres that have been rinsed and repeated, and they stand out, and they're good. But there's a lot of just, hey, Weez, I see you made an anime. (laughs) I'm going to do the same thing, but just slightly make
0: some well, weird that's thing that's what we have categorized as trash okay i find the
1: probably the main difference between then and now is that there's so much more coming out now. yes yeah so well, because, because it's more mainstream yeah because an it's actual a industry bigger industry it. yeah. it's like everything is just made because we can yep and i don't know there's definitely a lot of good things that come out, and there's definitely, like, more good things coming out now than there was back then, but it's just, like, there was way less. Like, the things that came out then were bigger because it was, like, it's the all there only was. good, yeah.
2: yes. Back in my day, we only had 10 anime. <laughs> and
1: now there's, like, five that are, like, decent, maybe one that's actually, like, great every season or so. Sometimes you, know you get two that are great in a season and then it's like, holy crap, this is a good season.
0: Yeah, like uh, Spy Family and Solving." Yeah. yeah. You know what? I want to end this show on a high note. So let's go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and read this real quick and say this is kind of the list we were We based off our whole discussion off today. But if you want to watch some great early 2000s to 90s anime, a couple good 90s anime is definitely Cowboy Bebop. I mean, that one's super popular. So if you haven't watched it yet, you need to watch it. Yeah, very classic. Um, Yu Yu Hakusho. I haven't personally watched this one, but I know Ramen Cat has watched and it and really likes it. It
2: set the beat for like what is now like the modern like kind of supernatural yeah. mystery. Like well,
0: I'm, it, like it
2: also Kaisen.
1: it also has an edgy protagonist. It does it? have yeah. an
2: edgy protagonist because he's the high school punk.
1: Also created from the creator of uh, Hunter x Hunter, and it has a lot of similarities. Yes. Ah. Uh,
0: from my top picks, of course, Gurren Lagan Soul Eater. Soul Eater is definitely different than the. Soul Later nineties, early two thousand. Early Yeah, I should say, switching over to early two thousands. Uh, a great one if you ever, if you want to watch, technically the first abridged, and we didn't technically talk about this yet, is Ghost Stories, <laughs> the dubbed. <laughs> yes. that one's like the first great abridged version because <laughs> the dubbing cast was like, this is really bad. Yeah, and the original studio's like, we know, but like you, you can do, you do whatever do. you want with it. <laughs>
2: and your product is so bad you abandon the rights to
0: it yeah uh from Weeze's list um some great ones are monster for a great drama slash like psychological thriller uh code geass of course that's more later early 2000s yeah uh, i'm just gonna Bacchino, that one's great
1: Bacano is also kind of like an edgy like especially in the violence it I'm, just goes hard i'm gonna just
2: the say violence. one thing is a rite of passage for anyone that, like, watches anime or even starts with it, you have to at least watch a couple episodes of Full Metal Alchemist.
0: I would suggest at least watching Brotherhood. Either, yeah.
2: either one. Both of them are good. Like, yeah. I've, I've watched all of Full Metal Alchemist, and I liked it. And I started to watch Brotherhood, and I liked it. Like, it's got a very, like gripping plot
1: yeah yeah brotherhood the original feels more like an early 2000s 90 like style show it's fun the later one feels more like a modern story because it's based off the manga and the manga is very plot focused like it's
0: really well written
1: everything matters in the overall plot it's it's very focused yeah
0: but yeah that's some of our suggestions so if you want to watch a great show those are our picks for you to watch some good early 2000s and not
1: And forget. Trigun, Trigun's really good. Didn't I not
0: mention? And that? if you don't I wa- did not. Trigun. No. Trigun. If you sure. don't
2: want to watch any of those just pick up the old good tried and true Pokemon or something <laughs> like that. Oh, uh, watching like,
0: the first series of Pokemon, Pokemon uh Violet? Mm-hmm. That's a good series to start off. No, with.
2: like I'm I'm not poking fun at it. like those are one of those things that can kickstart someone like that reminiscence like Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah. oil, all those just Old shows, those the were the first
0: season of Naruto.
2: First season of Naruto. Um, there used to be like a few other shows, like from when I was kids, like zatch Bell or Metabots or and any of those. Like, those are what kind of got me into, yeah, anime. Well, like, once I connected the dots and like seeing what it actually was, it was, like, oh, cool, these are like part of the same thing, just this was meant for kids, this was meant for. Me now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the older kid. Yeah, the older that's, kid. That's in me. I'm never going to grow up.
2: Yeah.
1: It's kind of crazy how differently visually the shows look from, like, early 2000s to, like, late 2000 up to 2010 like full metal alchemist in 2003 and full metal alchemist brotherhood in like 2009 and it ends in 2010 it's like full metal alchemist brotherhood feels like a show that came out last year yeah and full metal alchemist original feels like a show that came out 50 years ago (laughs) that
0: is for sure just a sign of technology yeah like hand like hand coloring compared to being able to digitally color things and make things yeah. accurate and also be able to reproduce things better.
2: Yeah.
0: It just adds so much to newer shows. Like, in a way, people don't use it to its full potential anymore because they want to play it safe. Mm-hmm. But, like, some of the some of the mid-2010s to early two thousand shows, the colors and stuff were just great. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, and the thing is, is, like, the... There was a lot of really, really good art, like in the '90s styles and stuff. It's just it took a lot to make, yeah. Like a lot of time yeah. to do. That's
1: also a thing you can be impressed by with old like animation.
2: The fact that, you know, there's probably like two people behind yeah. the whole
1: thing. <laughs> or like really old Disney animation, like seeing the behind the scenes, how they well, did it, where it's just like, we put this physical plate over top this other physical plate and I, then filmed it for two seconds.
2: I want to say most of the Studio Ghibli movies are all done by hand. Yes, they still are. Yeah. believe
0: they still are. I mean, a lot yeah. of them are. Which are is bold, why it
2: takes yeah. so long to do it.
0: Yeah. But yeah, uh, that's our talk for today. Um, mm. I don't got much else to say. I mean, we could ramble on, but I think we did a good discussion about it today, and maybe we'll pick it up later on um i think I like the idea of like going on maybe to other eras, yeah, yeah. like talking about how they have affected, maybe even going back like maybe we maybe one day pick like an 80s anime to watch and see what we think about it. Now you
2: want to talk about cringe. Yeah. (laughs) Also,
0: those shows had a tendency to go on for like hundreds of episodes somehow. Yeah. And only still last only like two years or something. You're like, how? How would you fit all this? It's kind of
2: off-key, but was Devilman a 90s or an 80s anime? Like it was just like an OVA.
0: I want to say it was 90s. It's kind of like the 90s JoJo anime.
2: I didn't know such a thing existed. Yeah,
1: oh, yes. Yeah.
0: It's weird. Like OVA thing. It's oh. like futuristic or something because it's like part... like. It's part three. Is it part three? Yeah. Is part three futuristic? No. Because I remember in the OVA, i seen clips of it. It was like a flying car or something.
1: It was probably some weird stand.
0: <laughs> it was probably some weird stand. I don't know. But yeah, they had some weird OVAs back then.
2: Yeah. Well, they were to get you interested in the material yeah yeah, yeah. that's but a whole
0: other subject of how anime was more of like a probable. publishing tool than actual anime sometimes yeah. but anyways that's it for us today um wheeze yes where can they find you
1: You can find me on kbw on youtube and kbw author on twitter
0: nice how about you ramen cat can they find you anywhere
2: only if you use a ouija board
0: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh. Uh you can find me on Twitter oh. at ramencat13 We hear at
1: a talk. Do not uh um, Do not condone, condone the dropping of spirits. Condone the use of uh, satanic uh
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's competition there, bud <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> of a demonic um uh well yeah. in the break
0: you were talking about wait were you talking about that in the break or in the podcast i don't remember you're saying something about well, murdering your clone
2: oh that was in the, pod... yeah, was was in the podcast yeah was that the podcast yeah
0: okay i must have blanked your nose mother. started bleeding a
2: little bit and your eyes started twitching
0: sorry i was the co- clone that won and i wasn't completed <laughs> at the time <laughs>
2: Well, thank you for making it this far, folks. Boom, where can they find you?
0: Well, they can find me, of course, here, because that's where I spend most of my life here is on trapped, this podcast. Trapped in the microphone? Trapped in the microphone. Huh. Right in the microphone slash very expensive uh, mixer.
2: Please, why do you let me throw those things? Um, Our friend is in there, you monster. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you can also
0: find me on Twitter at TalkBaca which is basically the main channel for the podcast. Uh, you can also find the podcast on YouTube at Baka talk studio. And if you want to contact the podcast, you can contact us by asking at talk at gmail talk at gmail.com.
2: I would love If some of like our people would send us like emails and stuff. I want to interact with the fans. I don't
0: know if they want to talk to a ghost, but
2: sure. Not like I would just like forward this stuff to you or wheeze or something. Uh, I-
0: They'd still be, like, interacting with a ghost. They might be afraid of getting haunted or something. I bring cookies. What does the ramen cat ghost request of them?
2: Uh, hi, uh, hello oh, hello. Oh, you just want to hi? Okay,
0: you just send a hi. Yeah. You, you know, do, like, that fancy, like, text thing on Gmail or whatever and just say hi. Yeah.
2: That's all we ask. That's all the ghost
0: asks. I, I'm being held hostage in a mic right now. So. Oh, okay.
2: Anyways, that's it for
0: now. See you all later. Bye. Jam meow. Good evening, everybody.